1: Hello, my cat-loving friends. This is 19 Cats and Counting. I am co-host Linda Hall, and I have been biting at the bit for today to come because we are interviewing Kara from Pet's Eye View, and she is an animal communicator. I don't know a lot about it, but I want to know more, and everything she's told me is very intriguing. So you don't want to miss this. We will be right back after this word from our sponsor. Rita, are you spending too much time cleaning out your cat litter boxes and filling them? Are they running out too soon? Do you always feel like you need to add more? Because, you know, our new sponsor, Kitty Poo Club, they found the perfect solution to these problems.
2: Yeah, Kitty Poo Club is the most convenient monthly litter box ever. See, what they do is every month, Kitty Poo Club delivers an affordable, recyclable litter box. And it's already pre-filled with the litter you choose. They even have extra large litter boxes, because I have some chonky cats, right? We know other people do, too. And when the month is up, just recycle the used litter box, and Kitty Poo Club will automatically send you a new one. You can customize your subscription too, and maybe add some toys, treats, accessories, or whatever else might make your cat happy. Oh yeah, and you know what else? You don't have to scrub out those plastic litter boxes either.
1: I hate doing that. You got me at no more scrubbing litter boxes, honey. The super cool thing, right now Kitty Poo Club is offering 25% off on the first litter box order as long as they use the code 19 cat. And they get free shipping if they set up a subscription. Wow. They just have to go to kittypooclub.com to get 25% off the first auto-ship order of litter boxes with free shipping. And be sure to use 19 cats for your discount at checkout. That's kittypooclub.com.
2: Meow. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com.
1: Welcome back to 19 Cats and Counting. You are with Linda Hall and my gorgeous BFF, Rita
2: Reimers. What do you want? You're buttering me up for some. I'll tell you later.
1: But okay. anyway. I have Dexter with me too, those you of you Dexter see the video. I am dying to find out more about animals uh, no. what the differences are, what they can do for our cats. This is an area we don't know much about. Yeah. I so. thought
2: they were all like lumped together in one category, but it turns out they're not. There's Not differences.
1: At Not at all. So let's, let's talk to grab Kara. Kara in here. Kara, thank you so much for coming.
0: Thanks so much for having me, guys.
1: Yes, we are so excited. Let's start with explaining what an animal communicator is and does.
0: Sure. Animal communicators, at the very basic level, receive and send telepathic messages to your animals. And anyone can learn this. I teach people how to do it so that you can have a better home. A time in your own home, it is simply learning a slightly different way of communicating, a different language, if you will, of images and pictures and feelings and starting to believe what you see, okay? That's the starting point of it. And there are a lot of people who just do that, you know, that they only communicate. So you're having... Two dogs who are not getting along, maybe you've got a new Christmas puppy, and the old dog or the old cat, in this case, for this group, is not happy about it. Some animal communicators can only stop at, I'm not happy about this because I'm scared, or I think that my boy is going to love this kitten better than he loves me. They might say that, which can be helpful, and it can also be helpful for them to then translate to the the cat owner, the cat and the kitten. This is this is what you need to be doing, and this is what you need to be doing, and we expect you to get along. And sending lots of love from the guardians, right? That sometimes works just in and of itself. But what I have found over the years, and is and how I was trained, because 15 years ago, if you just called yourself an animal communicator, people think you were just crazy, right? And how right, right. Psychism. <laughs> well,
2: same with cat behaviorists, you know.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. We we face a similar challenge. Like it was not enough to just translate those messages and it remains not enough today in many instances. Because by the time you know this, a cat owner is coming to you with a cat problem, they're pretty frustrated and upset. And there is some risk that that animal will not get to stay in the home. Or that everybody will resent that animal forever in the home because they're always doing something inappropriate or they seem sad. So what I spent time learning when I was certified originally and, and what I've done ever since is to continue to work on my energy healing skills, my nutrition, understanding my cat behavior understanding my dog behavior understanding anatomy medical intuition because i'll tell you a lot of times when an animal is acting off and someone thinks their behavior changed the human desire is to ascribe that to some external circumstance but when i connect with an animal i'm talking to them first but then and they might just say my left upper right tooth hurts Or then I also do, and you'll see these little models behind me because I teach people's medical intuition sometimes, I'll also do a medical scan of the body. I'm not a vet. I could miss something, but they will tell me or I will be able to feel this is out. And then someone says, my dog's just a grumpy ass dog or my cat's just a mean cat. And then you go in the body and you discover, hey, they've got some problem in their vertebrae that's been out forever. Or his bladder hurts, right? And then we get the problem solved and they we have a totally new animal. So yes. so that's we do what that
1: a lot. Thing. Yeah, we do. Yes. Like ninety-five percent of cats that were tested over age ten have arthritis. So often when somebody, I don't know, I'm just a jerk and and we're like, wait a minute. I see Fluffy is twelve. Fluffy may have, oh, I haven't noticed anything. You won't. You know, cats are, and then a client the other day said, oh, thinking back, he's not really jumping on whatever it was anymore. He's not really, or he has a problem jumping down from, and it's like, yeah, his her, sorry, so yeah, it, this is a problem. So yeah, we're not vets, but we know common things about animals. And I loved what you said about not trusting it because there've been times that, we've seen an animal and I just had a feeling this animal's just sad or whatever. And I just think, Oh, Linda, don't, don't project onto this animal what you think just stick with the facts. So yeah. where those of us who were raised outside of the world of what Rita and I jokingly call woo woo, it's hard to allow ourselves to accept what's happening.
0: Yes. I think that's very true. And I think 25 years ago would have been true for me as well. But I love animals so much, you know. And I was reading uh, Penelope Smith's book many years ago, which is called Animal Speak. And I've always been fascinated by the metaphysical. Uh, I saw the book *Myths of Avalon in a bookstore when I was 12 or 13 and begged my mother for it. And she was like, okay, we were stopping there to get directions. And I ended up going on the same tour with the same tour guide that took that author and that was in the frontispiece of her book, like, I don't know, 15 years later? You know, so like, I really believe in coincidence and intuition, but I always didn't trust myself, right? Like, oh, whatever. But then I said, if I'm going to develop my intuition, if I'm going to do this, I would want to do it for the animals, right?
1: And that's where what
0: led me into i want to
2: know why dexter keeps trying to
1: rip earbuds out of my ear <laughs> dexter is such a pain he is. At the computer he's being a well, pain right I now feel
0: like he's a li- he thinks of himself a little bit like and a lot i've noticed a lot of black cats do like that are fun and youngish they kind of think of themselves a little bit like an acrobat or like a, a super spy yeah you know like that. and it's fun to like be in the middle of it all, and then also do you find that he also kind of hides a little bit and you're like, he didn't know he was there, and then boof, there he is, and you're like, whoa, good. You know what I mean? Like they just love to kind of slide through
1: life. I tease her that he wants her to move back to LA so he can be a spokescat. He feels like he's a star. I tease her about that all the time. (laughs) Not happening. Sorry, but on camera, she's in the office. He's there, and he's walking across the keyboard. He's put it to sleep in the middle of sessions. He's unplugged things. He's typed stuff. He typed a message to you guys. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. You. you, seven You. I I I I just had a client about
0: a, a few days ago. A little. A dog in this instance and the dog told me I want to go on the motorcycle and I thought that's crazy that's just me making and then I saw a motorcycle three times in my mind's eye which is and I was like I don't think you're in my before I ever talked to the client I said I don't think you're gonna get on a motorcycle and this little dog was mad and was like listen to me I've been on the motorcycle and if she can't do the motorcycle I at least need a bike or a golf cart, and then showed me those images in quick, oh. right, and so I, we were talking about something else, because the dog was injured, and I was like, okay, I just want to let you know, I think this may be off, but your dog keeps showing me a motorcycle, and then said that if you can't do the motorcycle, she wants the golf cart, and she just said, oh my goodness, she's like, I just ended a relationship with a guy that, has a motorcycle, and we have a whole outfit and little oh. motorcycle glasses, and sent me the picture. It was so hysterical, but she does have a golf cart. So the dog got. Oh a golf my cart. God. I was so worried that the dog didn't get
1: the <laughs> communication. Honestly, this is what started me with the behavior. So Rita was into the behavior long before, and I tend to venture out to the Carolinas, especially in the winter, because it's cold in Ohio. Yeah, last November when your furnace was Yes, my furnace died. I stayed two weeks with her uh, until it was fixed. And so she said, oh, I don't remember what cat it was. He's giving you blinky eyes. He loves you. And Uh I was like, wait, what? That was what clicked over. And then I was like a kid starving to go to school. She's I a was... body language geek. I <laughs> And the other night, one of my cats has miliary uh, dermatitis. do chew that. And he came oh. to me and he'll come in my face when he's really itchy and needs help. So I sat scratching at him and I was really tired. So I laid down and my eyes were shut. And I could feel the way his body would shift to no scratch here or, oh, no, that's starting to hurt or... I just was having, yeah, I just was having all this communicate and it was so exciting. I was out of my mind. I was so excited that I was understanding what he was telling me. So yeah. that's why I get so excited about what you do. Now, I want to ask you quickly, what is the difference between an animal communicator and a psychic?
0: Okay. So and any psychic can also talk to an animal they can get some sort of messages from them and if you ne- have a lot of life advice needs you need to go to the psychic and then maybe you can ask a little bit about your animal like as part of that what I see I call it kind of like that I used to sell printers many years ago so it's sort of like getting a multi-purpose printer versus getting a specialized here's my scanner I gotcha yeah that makes sense right or my pr- my laser Got printer it. does And so we're just going in a deeper focus. And so at least for me, not not all animal communicators, but animal communicators are like, I'm not going to likely predict the day of the death of your cat. I'm not going to go all the way back in history unless your cat wants to show me a whole lot because I am also, I'm really translating words pictures and feelings from them like having a conversation with them so like some dogs who have been in the Korean meat trade will talk about it some don't want to see it at all and so they just show you a blanket kind of red with like no so if you need like the whole behavior history maybe a psychic but if you have an animal where you want someone who can not only talk to your animal but in my case do body work energy work knows like a little bit about nutrition a little bit about allergy a lot of medical conditions for animals that you might not be aware of that you can then go ask your vet about that would be more of a special like we spend a lot of our free time learning more about animals so we can bring more to our clients whereas a psychic is going to do a lot of multi-purpose things
2: okay that That makes makes sense sense. those of you who, who follow us i just had to give dexter some convivial house cat to get him to calm Stuff's down. That's amazing.
1: Yes. And get off my computer. He's, <laughs> yes.
2: he's starting to calm down.
1: Good, there good, go. good. There you go.
2: Yeah. Please. Please. He seems
1: to come so. up here wanting that daily. Mm-hmm. Every time I'm yeah. on the computer. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. He likes that calming feeling. Or we think so he, he likes it. I don't it. know. Does he? Well, if he asks for it, he must. Let me,
0: uh, let me ask him. Okay. He's asking me who I am first. So hold on. Now, how do you give it, how do you administer it to him?
1: I either spray
2: it on my hand and pet him, or actually, sometimes I spray it right on him because he stands still for that, unlike some of the other cats.
0: I think he prefers, because he was telling me I like the way it's delivered, and I'm like, what way do you deliver it? And it, it feels to me like he likes it sprayed directly on him better.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And he says... What else do you say about that? Like what I see in his nervous system on another cat, I might call it anxiety, but I don't really call it anxiety for him. He doesn't feel anxious to me. He just feels, let's say high strung, like highly busy is what I would, would call him just a busy cat. So there's like the way it appears to me in the nervous system is there's like a little red line. That's kind of going like a little bit of static. And he shows me that when he, when you spray that on him, And he says it takes about, he says between four and seven minutes for it to kind of make any difference, but it kind of goes in there and it puts a little bit of a purple line over the red line and calms him down. So I think, I think it's working quite well for him.
2: That makes sense because usually he'll go lay down, you know, four or five minutes after I spray it, he'll go over, he'll get down and go over and lay down and give himself a bath. so just
0: to break down kind of what I did there, I was like, okay. I went and introduced myself in another channel, sort of, while you were talking, and he was like, who are you? And I was like, I'm kind of a friend of your mom's, and she wants me to ask you whether you like this thing. And he was like, oh. And he looked up at me, and I saw his little face, and then he was like, yes, I do like it. And then he went right inside to his body, like a skeletal picture of his body, and then showed me the nervous system, Mm -hmm. and showed that purple line. And I said, "What does that purple line mean?" And then he gave me more information. And then he said, "There's two different ways it's delivered." And I like one of them. And I said, "Okay, that's why I asked you." David.
1: Uh, okay. You do and then I went back to him and said that. That's so, funny because I would have assumed the padding was better, but he likes
2: that sprayed on him. It gets more delivery when I spray it on him. It's a you know gets right. Does oh, none of yeah. it absorbs into my hand? Right. You
0: know what? And also for him, I think it's feeling special. mm Hmm. Like something about you spraying it directly on him makes him feel more unique than the others. And the that you
2: everybody may else use gets it it on, it, which is like, true. Oh, I line. wonder which other cat he's. Well, he battles one of them for spots up here, and then another cat he's kind of friends with. But every now and then, Simba. Every now and then, Simba will smack him, and you know, like I'm your boss. He just walks away. He's, Don't forget. He's who a I very. Am. He's a very calm. He doesn't start fights or anything. He's a, he was, yeah. Yeah. He outside, he's
1: a good boy. Yeah. Yeah. He had been outside and I think he's loving this, mm-hmm. you know, not worrying. And I, <laughs> and I wonder if when you said that about that little bit, it's not really anxiety because, yeah, I've never noticed him to be an anxiety cat. But we have noticed that all cats that have lived outside have a heightened sense of, well, they know the boogeyman is real, right? Let's get serious. They know that all the yeah, things that can happen he's can just, happen.
0: Uh, he's more alert to what might be happening, right? He that makes He doesn't seem nervous to me at all. It's just like he's prepared to be an outside cat but it's funny that you say that he did that with simba like he just walks away because he kind of cocked an eyebrow while you were talking like
2: uh, uh, <laughs> that's what he does with simba yeah simba starts <laughs> yeah. stuff
1: and he's like yeah i'm done and he's like dude what is your problem when he first came in simba obviously wanted to be friends with dexter but he was scared so he would walk up to him and he'd smack him in the head and make goat screeching meow, sounds meow. and and then run away like he was waiting to be chased and and dexter's just like what's your problem
0: dude I'm happy for a comforter and like a couch to sit on like just chill
1: exactly exactly I just want to peacefully coexist (laughs) can we all
2: get along (laughs) they're buddies now but except when Simba decides he wants to exert some power Yeah, Yeah, and that's
0: okay that's good too
2: this is a good time to take a little break for our Spencer our Spencer our sponsor and we'll be right back Let's Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. We're back with 19 Cats Accounting and Pets Eye View, Kara, who just gave me an excellent reading on my Dexter, who came
1: to be because he was found on my deck outside. Yep. Yep. Linda, what She's were you dead. starting to say? When oh, going to bark? so the goal of a behaviorist in making is to make our cats happy, right? And to make cats their happiest, we have to try to mimic what's outside because that's a cat, you know, just because they come inside doesn't mean they change. I'm realizing more and more in nature, they go out twice a day, they hunt their prey, they kill it, they eat it, they won't even eat something that's dead. They come in our house and we plop a bowl down. Breakfast is served. You know, just all the things that are wrong with inside living that can be corrected, but it's wrong. Yeah, in your opinion, totally how different. do the cats feel about that? Are they happy to just come in and be a couch potato or do I they not it's, appreciate it? It's very
0: individual. Like I think okay. it's very individual. They're just, I mean, they're not just like people. I got to be careful about that because people so anthropomorphize them. So even though I can speak to animals and you can speak to animals, we can also not expect them to have human reactions. What are you watching? to Everything. There's nothing up there, but I find that some really love it. Some, particularly if they have been outside most of their lives, and then we bring them in. Don't you also find this too? It's like they love the automatic delivery of. Oh
2: their yeah. They're
0: like woohoo! Bring it on! And then Dexter's very they, lazy.
2: They very lazy.
0: Others, I think, and and I think they can all use the hunt, catch, kill, groom, sleeping. Um, eat groom sleep Ah, yeah we call it pegs yeah pegs play eat groom sleep
1: yes outside it's pray eat groom sleep inside it's play eat groom sleep so we try to get people to work it's very
2: similar to jackson's what is it kill i don't even i don't even remember what it is but yeah it's very very similar
0: i think recreating some sort of work for them in the house. So, like, for example, I have an outdoor stray who then became our cat after having babies in the shelter. Aww. And the reason that I chose her, even though I was looking for an orange cat, like we talked about before, is I walked into the shelter and she was having her outdoor playtime in a big structure by herself. And she's gray with these yellow eyes, penetrating yellow eyes. And she came right up to the edge of the structure. And I was like, hello, like literally opening shelter, like, you know, you know, it's like party time when you go to the shelter. Oh, yeah. Go give love to animals, go send, I send them energy work. I try to help the really sad ones. And I'm like, hello. And I walk in and she goes, they took my babies. They took my babies. And I'm like, I'm going to go visit this one. And nobody could confirm that that was what had happened to her until we actually adopted her a couple of days later. And then the shelter manager said, yes, she had six babies in shelter, and they've all been adopted. So she's why, but but for her, because she wants to eat all the time, <laughs> she, she can. Yeah. I'm always putting out licky mats, like making her go yes. hot and she was so mad at me last night because she's on a little diet, and <laughs> and I had really mushed it into the slicky mat really low. And she was like, "Look at this!" And it was still in there. And I'm like, "You got to work a little harder, girl. Like it's still in there."
1: Yeah, we Let love the licky mat. We yeah. love a licky mat. Yes, yes. This is one of the things we keep on hand to demonstrate to clients because again, yeah, make anything that'll make them work for their food. Right? You probably have it right next to you. Puzzle don't you? toys, treat balls leaky mats at my handy dandy drawer of goodies yeah. so <laughs> yes, did, she, and- did she eventually get it out or did she give up
0: i mean maybe i was a little aggressive with the imprinting of the food maybe just slightly but she got out <laughs> most of it and then she she relaxed and my son my 15 year old is like you can't feed her more than twice a day and i'm like yes i can i just have to feed her small little yes. amounts, so she feels not afraid again at a very deep level that she's going to be kicked outside. But then she always knows at nine o'clock that it's time for her last snack. And then she actually waits for my husband to put her to bed. Like literally he has to pick her up and put her on the edge of the bed. She only really, I mean, she, she works with me in my business. So she'll teach animal communication, like on the 21st, which we've talked about or we haven't talked about, but we'll we'll
1: talk about it. Yeah, we will.
0: And so she's great for that. But he is her boyfriend.
1: Aww. So
0: she needs to have him put her to sleep. And he can pet her for a really long time. The rest of us get two swipes and think <laughs> that's enough.
2: They do pick their people. That. Linda has one, the Zubra, that's really attached to her.
1: And she, really attached. she doesn't tend to hang out a lot if there's a lot of other cats around. So she likes to come to me at like 3, 4 in the morning and wake me up for love. But she will come in and my husband and I sleep just, I mean, tight spooning kind of thing. And she will wedge herself. And I'm like, girl, are you going to be a pancake here? She will wedge (laughs) herself between us. And a couple of years ago on our anniversary, I think it was our 17th anniversary. I said, I want 17 kisses one for every year. He got two in and she walked up and stuck her head in between our lips and just like planted herself there, like block. And I I just laughed so hard. I was like, well, I guess I'm not getting the other 15. But you know, just just like you've had enough of my mom. She belongs to me. So
0: what's her name? Subra. Subra. Oh.
1: She was in here. She's not now. Is she in the room with you, Linda? Uh uh. I thought she was, but now she left.
0: What does she look like? What's her color?
1: um i'm trying to see i'm sure <laughs> i've got a picture here <laughs> i have so many pictures of my cat
2: pauses cleaning your your bed for you i don't know what he's doing there who knows he's as crazy as his brother see we both have so many pictures of cats yes. so I find what she wants. No,
0: she, she's she, black and she,
2: white she, isn't she like, Linda?
0: she's so interesting because she she has she been outside as well Beautiful.
1: I got her. Got her at FFRC, right? Yeah. She was probably maybe eight months old. So I I assume she had been outside and somebody had brought her to the rescue.
0: Because a lot of her imagery, I'm not doing a deep read of her right now, but a lot of her imagery is of seeing herself as like calming mountain air that's what she called herself that she's got this calming mountain air feeling to her and that's that's what she's calling her the core of her being and that she thinks that it's partially her job to help remove your stresses of the day in the middle of the night
2: that makes sense the way she acts doesn't it that's 100%. That's 100%. Yeah. I'm yeah. getting all misty. Which years, is the one that's it. really attached to Brian, which is the one that's Rebecca. Really
1: Baca. That little snot. Look, Baca. I rescued her. She was all over me. And I thought, well, this is my lap cat I was looking for. She was number two in. So I bring her home and she's like, eh. and attached herself to my stepdaughter. <laughs> so when my stepdaughter finished college and moved out, she attached herself to my husband. And I'm like, listen, woman, I saved you. Do you understand? Yeah, Yeah. she doesn't care.
2: (laughs) She snookered you to get out of there.
0: She's like, the funny thing is, is she just showed me, and please don't, like, take this the wrong way. But she said that she showed me you having too many arms, like, multiple arms. And she's like, you've got multiple pets to take care of and to manage. And, like, and this allows me independent time so let's talk about that for a minute in terms of the purpose because I want to get back to the what's the one that's the mountain air what's her name Zubra Zubra okay so I'd like to talk about you know pets and uh, purpose right and I want to give credit to my the woman who trained me many years ago Joan Renquat with Communication with All Life University she taught me this and Ah, and I have a little ebook on it that you can get at my website called Give Your Pet a Purpose, about halfway down my website.
2: What's your website? Petsiview.com?
0: com. .com. But what I don't want people doing, what I really hate after years and years of doing this is people giving their animals or letting them because they will decide their own jobs, right? Like they'll decide them. If you don't decide them, and especially for both of you who have multiple animals, it would be really helpful and instructive to give each a very separate and unique purpose in your life.
1: How do you do that?
0: You think about who they are as an animal and what they do really well, but that is not doing one of the following things. Number one, they can't be a baby because then they get away with all sorts of stuff. This is
2: my baby and she gets away with all sorts of Mm -hmm. stuff. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: And and that annoys the other animals in your multiple pet household, right? right? It really annoys them. So we don't call them baby. We don't call them my child. We don't do that stuff. We find a different thing for them. Um, You don't and also the we we tend to also call the babies the ones who seem more sensitive or may have had a hard past or been rescued. And then they they get to stay stuck in that kind of rescue mentality or, oh, I just have these bad habits because I was on the street or I got hurt or so we want to pick a different job than that. Also, I'm not a big fan and this more applies to dogs than cats, but I don't like the protector job at all of course people have large property perimeters and they want to have a dog for protection but not letting them think that that's their job Uh telling them that they're the first lieutenant or they're the perimeter watcher and then that allows you to have more control over them like you're still on top of them right no one gets to be the boss and no one gets to be in your case with Zubra the energy healer in my opinion so because they can get sick from that long term so what I want you to do with Zubra and anybody who has a cat that they feel is healing them who's watching this or listening to this I want you to take your hand and put it over the top of their head about two inches and sweep all the way down their body to the end of the tail and then maybe one side and down the right side and out the right pinky and you're just and the on the same side with the left. And as you do that, you imagine that you're taking on any energy that they've absorbed during the day or that they're trying to help you with. And you say, Thank you so much for being my buddy, my friend, or in that one case of that one cat you have, the fairy queen of this house. But do not take on my stuff because I'm separate from That's you. That's Pi Pi.
2: Pi Pi is my queen.
0: Hi, bye bye. And
2: they all know it. They and all know it. we've said right. that,
0: yes. And so that going back to that with that ebook that you can get at my website, I'm going it to really yeah. helps you because then for a while, you don't have to do it forever, but for a while I like my students to or my clients to try to give twenty praises a day, verbal praises of the job that they're good at. And if you're doing that if in your case is for nineteen cats <laughs> That's a lot of praise. So you got to spread it around with the other people who live in your house,
1: right? <laughs> and Linda, Linda has a dog, too. We can't neglect the dog. Yes, I know. The, that poor dog gets lost in the shuffle, and I know she knows it, and yeah.
0: Yeah, or, or like your cat is very good. Zubra is very good at finding her private time with you, but even if it's just five minutes a day with each one where you're telling them what an awesome job they've done at their job you will notice that the peace in your home goes up exponentially because they all feel recognized and appreciated for who they are yes so again it can't be it can't be a job that's too hard for them like you cannot tell a very scared cat that it needs to be noble or it needs to be the friend for company no it's just pretty. That's a
1: petrifying.
0: Right? Have I, you noticed,
2: oh I was just saying, Carol, have you noticed that a lot of people like to ascribe human emotion to their cats? The two that we hear a lot, jealousy and revenge. And we think that's just not in a cat's vocabulary.
0: Yeah, I would agree with you. I think cats and dogs, both and even horses are territorial, but they don't feel jealousy. They're just like, this is my space or you as the person might be their space but it's not like I hate that cat because it's getting so much
1: more. But that's it's all, about resources. It's resources all about resources. Resources are everything in nature. And if a cat comes into your colony, they're not sharing, they're taking. The idea, the concept of sharing, I always say, is not in a cat's vocabulary. So when a cat comes in and is sitting on your lap, the new cat, it's not I'm jealous. It's you're taking my mommy. <laughs> and when they pee on your
2: bed, it's not revenge. It's, no. A lot it's- of time, it's fear and insecurity.
1: Self-soothing. And stress. Yes. I just wanna ask you I know we're almost done. I know, but I really wanna this is Kismet. Okay, Kismet. Can you tell me how old is Kismet? Kismet? Odd, I wish I knew. Somewhere around He's an adult. Seven or eight? I think eight. Okay.
0: Maybe close to nine, actually. Okay. And and a boy. And what do you want to know from Kismet?
1: About his health, right? Linda? He's been through a lot of trauma and he's got health problems. And I just want to know that he's happy and that he's okay and that we're doing right by him. I want to know how he's feeling.
0: I'm writing. I do automatic writing as I'm
1: listening okay. to
0: them. I had
2: a friend who did automatic writing. It's fascinating. I'll tell you about it offline, Linda.
0: Is he on medication now? Because he says he need, he might need some medication.
2: No, he's not right now. He's not on now. So, yeah. Nothing. Okay, and
0: I, I feel the, or he, he said he feels okay. But he says he just feels okay. And that if we were going to go do a full read, I would go more deeply inside the body and look for organs and stuff. But I kind of hear like kidney is a bit of a problem does he have a kidney problem that you're aware of?
1: He has FIV. So a lot of his organs have taken a little bit of a hit. Now, last time, the numbers weren't where they should be, but they weren't scary. But it's been a while. So yeah.
0: So what I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you to do is to like work on kind of expanding his aura. I want you to ask him how old he would like to be every day. And he says he'd like to be two.
2: wouldn't we all
0: (laughs) And and then i want you to like kind of put your hands around him and like send him lots of either blue or gold whatever light energy comes to you and tell him you're two you're two and everything's working great and then i want you to in your mind's eye i want you to look at those blood results that are not great and i want you to increase them to being whatever they should be positive good i have a dog with a heart murmur and i have a cat with kidney Disease, early kidney disease. Yes, and both of them through consistent energy work, and it's more in depth than we can do here. So I do animal communication, and I do energy work on animals, right? There's two different things. I mean, the communication leads to the energy work, right? Right. But through consistent energy work and me just visualizing and telling them that they're better, 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 both of their levels dropped to normal in the course of a year. So you cannot take any kind of illness and think of it as the more you worry about him, the more you tell him actually he's sure. sick and then he believes he's sick, right? I also love it if you go to the vet with a difficult diagnosis, if it's possible at all to put your animal in a different room or in the car while you're getting whatever the diagnosis is, they don't hear and see all of it and absorb it and you're worried at the moment. And even if it's a terrible diagnosis, you want to keep... I'm not telling you to fake yourself out or that nobody's going to die, but you also want to make the possibility of, you know, of wellness because we can, I had a dog that I worked with for over a year and a half, I think. And the owner was very committed, the guardian, and did all the holistic bed stuff, but he had congestive heart failure. And once a week I did energy work on this dog and he was supposed to live six months and he lived 19 months.
2: <gasps> wow. That's like my Sadie. Well,
1: and, and you nailed it. So. My Sadie was supposed to live no more than six months with a congenital heart defect and lived to be almost seven. Two, two months shy of seven years. Yeah. So you just nailed me totally because Kismet was found hanging out in a feral colony, was not feral, was beat to snot. Just fleas, mites, skinny, 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 just everything. And then of course, FIV, bunch of bad teeth that had to come out. I think he's got four left, just bad. And he gets these outbreaks of malaria dermatitis because of his immunocompromised. And I spend a lot of time petting him and saying, I'm just so sorry, baby. I'm just so sorry. I love you. So I'm so I'm just so sorry. I'm just so sorry. Thank you. That was a huge gift to me. Thank you. Because you're yeah, welcome. I am constantly just and I'm sure he's feeling all that I'm just like, grieving Please, for what the he's other been thing is, is through. you
0: cannot blame yourself like for feeling that way. That's it. Right? You just can try to change what you're saying to him. You're doing so well. You're such a hero for surviving all of that. And look at how loving and good you are in this house wonderful great job I'm sorry it feels bad right now I'm going to work on it and then you work through the energy of just imagining your hand removing some of that illness
1: okay I'm going to
2: I would love to have you just sit and read all of our casts. I,
1: I love to. so but, love um, you. I, we are know. not. We got things coming up. I know we're over time. No, it's okay. We can we'll turn see. it into a two-parter. Um, there you go. Before, but we have a
2: 330.
1: Um, oh, that's economy. right. We have a behavior. So we've got, we've got so, a little yes. time. We've got a little yes. time. I just adore you and people don't know about you. It's, it's very frustrating when I hear, you know, that they don't know about behaviors. I get very excited when a client says my vet said, I've done all I can do. You need a behavior. So it's like your vet knows about behaviors because other people Best be, like, the not they the put, vets, put them on like, Prozac. I guess you
2: rehome them. They put them on Prozac. They, they put them on gabapentin, and and they that's tell it. you to get
1: plug-ins, pheromone plugins. Right, Those pheromone are the, plugins. Yes, yes. That's Every it. time someone says they're on medication, we're like Prozac, fluoxetine. Yeah, is that it? Yeah. It's and it. we're not against medication, but that should
2: be like a rare instance that a cat would need it, and there's much better medications than Prozac anyway. We, we like holistic. We like holistic remedies. Yes.
1: yes, and it's temporarily and artificially numbing a symptom without dealing with the cause. Yes, so. Yeah, I get very frustrated when people don't know that we exist and we need more of us. And, you know, people constantly come, oh, I didn't know you existed. Kara, I, don't care. I so, think probably the same way. A lot of people same don't thing. know. exactly. That's what oh, I said, a lot you know. Of people
0: don't know or uh, the other thing is, is uh, one single animal communication session, especially when there's multiple animals, we just get a little bit of talking at a time. Now, if we were to have a full 30 minute session with one or two animals, you're going to get a lot of information because I sit and just do my automatic writing of all the things that they love, what they don't like, what's hurting, what what do they need to say about whatever the situation is you're dealing with. If there is a situation and sometimes they will bring up a situation Like in the case of motorcycle dog, like I want to go on a ride. And then we would do the body work and there might be a little time left over to do some energy work or give you some of the tips I've just given you. But one of my frustrations is people think sometimes that they can have an animal communication session and you can just tell the the cat to stop doing this thing. And then that's what makes animal communication real. The actual truth is we all live in each other's fields, right? And if you're still angry at your cat or upset, and you've had someone go don't do that and you haven't changed anything else about that environment
1: yes ma'am not much else is going to change yes there's ma'am there's so much overlap between us i love
2: you so we much we have a lot because, of yes. pe- we have a lot of people that like to discipline their cats the same way they discipline their dogs. They shouldn't do it to their dogs either. But the last thing you can do is is rub your cat's nose in a mistake or wrap them on the nose with a newspaper. And that's not going to do
1: anything but make the cat fear you or get aggressive with you. Or yell at them. We try to get across that nothing your cat does is wrong. It's simply inconvenient or wrong for you and your lifestyle. Yeah, that's right. Correct. But they, there are no bully cats. There are no aggressive cats. If a cat is bully, it's fight or flight, right? I'm scared. I'm either going to fight or flight.
0: I have a five pillar plan for people with their animals. It's called peace.
1: Tell us about uh, purpose.
0: that. Purpose, environment, which is 80% of it a lot of the time. Assertion. Like, what are you doing to to about what you expect for the animals? So last night, I just talked to a bunch of people, (laughs) a family with numerous cats and one dog, and it was the most peaceful sitch. And I'm like, y'all are happy, upbeat, sunny, positive people, aren't you? And so you've just had all these animals keep entering and you just go, it's going to be good, right? This is the happy place. And they all just abide by that right that's my house so, that's my exactly, house that's, that's nice like kind of like they just expect we're gonna add another cat every yep. year and it's They're just,
1: okay and there's it another worked. one the <laughs> last 20 integrations rita did were just really seamless i mean just of course she had to do the thing she didn't just throw them out there but right it wasn't at all tough because her no. resident cats are so used to cats coming in that we have often said they go another eh, eh, one another one another one yeah eh.
0: And then there's communication, which is what I do. And then there's energy work and body work. So I'm trained in several modalities of energy work. I use what works for me in sort of a mix. It's become kind of an amalgamation of everything from EFT to chakra work to aura work to color therapy, Silva method whatever and then body work which is where I might recommend acupressure or acupuncture I'm not an acupuncturist but I know several acupressure points on the body because I've taken courses in it easy for you to learn books you can get for AcuCat it's an AcuCat which will help with the arthritis by the way so that would be a good tool for your toolkit is to give people that and then arthritis or very nervous cats can benefit from I mean, very light stimulation on key points on the body.
1: Okay. That's awesome.
2: Can I ask another question? I'm sorry, Linda. How do you manage? We have this issue too. How do you manage your client's expectations? Like I think sometimes the clients think that they have a session with us and that everything's going to magically be okay. It doesn't work
1: that way. They have to put in the work. We're going to give them the cure. Here's your pill. Take it. Everything will be fine.
0: I think I think the writing on my website's pretty clear and then at the beginning of it I do most of my calls via Zoom, right? So Yeah, we do too. I start every session by saying depending on what they've signed up for. So I have I have communication and then I have, you know, energy work and I've I've played with the idea of making that like everything's hunky dory, this is fun or I have a problem, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> like and if you have a problem, it could take more than one session but I need to get in there and talk to your animal to see what is possible and some of the people are great with that and some of the people you know especially those who are less woo right are more likely to go well that was my last resort and you know I don't know
2: right oh, we've heard. Those. I hate those last resort people because usually there's one there's sometimes well a lot of time it's a couple And one person wants to put in the work and the other person really wants to get rid of the cat. And so he's like, you know, blocked. He doesn't want to do anything.
0: Yes. Yes. Energetically blocked as well. And actually what's very interesting about that is that the animals know it. I know. They sense it. And then some of them go, I can't curse on this, but I would just say, they'd say, okay, you're going to do it. Then I'm going to push every single boundary more. (laughs) So you just get over it. Dump me at the shelter because I hear you, and but pe- people don't think that they hear you; they hear know hear you. I know they do. Euthanize. She just them.
1: described a client couple keep- that we had. Mac, that- Mac. That's Mac. That's the one. Yep. I don't want to say anything more, but yeah, yep, yeah. A friend of mine but in Florida took him.
0: They know it. I had one cat who who the uh, the uh, the guardians were going to euthanize it, and um, it was just like you know, why should I work? with them? Why should I work with you? Because they're just going to put me to sleep. And so I had to have a very straight conversation in a kind way with the clients about like, I understand these peed everywhere in your house, right? And here's the other thing, the animals are very protective of their owners. So they're not even if you are like, Kind of borderline abusive. They're not coming to me, and this is this is I think also a hesitation for animal people coming to animal care because they're like, oh, I fight every night and you scream. and going to tell on the me. Going to say that, right? The cats actually, to me at least, you might get different from different someone else. They rarely go, oh, they fight all the time, and he's terrible or she's terrible or there's drugs. they don't say any of that. They just might say, I'm afraid it's a little loud sometimes like that's that's the most they would ever they're not say so we're not going to read your secrets because they're very protective of I their I wish owners. they'd
1: really tell the truth yeah it's so hard maybe yeah it's so hard and often when they say you know if this doesn't work i'm gonna It's like, you've already got that that possibility in your mind. We need to take that out.
2: That's why we found Mac a new home. Because the guy already, you know, he had his mind made up. They weren't going to do any work. They kept saying, so what if this doesn't work? Then what? What if this doesn't work? Then what? So we just found Mac a new home. He's happy now.
1: I said at one point, we need to take that out. If we get there, we get there. But let's take that out of the realm of possibilities and commit and say, we're going to do this. And it's going to work.
0: Yeah. and what? And I mean... What things do you do for say like in it, well maybe you don't want to talk about this but in general what is the worst thing that people come to you for their cats like is it peeing, peeing
1: all over the places is, is the number and fighting. one right spraying those but are the pee- big ones
2: but peeing is the one that where people are really caught it and that's where we hear the euthanasia word mostly
1: yeah because they yeah. don't understandably want to clean up pee mm-hmm. in their home so you know it's very about- interesting
0: to me when one cat will do that when they don't live in a multiple cat home and then they're peeing everywhere but it's truly because the couple is having a lot of fights and they're scared.
1: Yes. Yes, or, ma'am. Uh, That's sued. it. They're having anxiety from whatever. Cat's outside. We found so many. Client reached out to us and said, our cat will not pee in the box. So we're in a Zoom with her and the cat jumps up into oh, the windowsill. Yeah. I remember this. And I said, Rita, do you see that tail? Slash, 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 slash. There's cats outside your house, honey. Your cat just told me that. And by the way, guess where the litter box is? Right under right the under window. under that window. That's why your cat's not peeing in the box. Because they feel that there's a predator right there. And I am not going to get all comfy and in the position. Like, I- I'm not going to drop my drawers and sit on the toilet if Freddy Krueger's about to break in. I can't <laughs> run with my pants at my ankle. Right.
0: Like that cat that I adopted that I have now that I'm she's on the diet, Celine, she peed on my white fabric couch Oy. the first week that I let her out in the house and of course I'm like okay here I am the animal communicator and I flip and got a cat and now she's peeing on. oh my god I suck and I did the whole nine yards like the slowest introduction possible so she was having her free time with the dogs locked away and she's getting to get her scent in the house and she peed on the couch and I and I tuned in and I was like listen girl you gotta tell me like did I make the mistake? And do you belong in a one-person home with no dogs? Because I actually assigned myself to get a cat as an animal communicator, so that with sure, all dogs, to make sure that I could tell clients, "You can do this," right? So I was, doing, but I was like, "Did I screw up? And is this the wrong place for you?" And she went in the calmest, most serious voice in my head, "No, no." I'm fine. It will be fine. This is fine. We just need a little more time. This is fine. And I was like, "Are you sure?" Because you just peed all over my couch. And then she was like, "I peed all over your couch because I'm pretty sure that those dogs are going to, like, corner me in my, in my litter box. So this feels safer because I'm higher and I'm more elevated."
1: <gasps> she actually Kizzy. said that to me. Hismet. When my daughter had to move back home in 2020 after we lost my son in a lot of COVID. And she brought her four cats. And so you can imagine this was the worst integration. It was no, mayhem. Man. It was because mayhem. it was so bad because her cat still didn't know where daddy went. He was 26 days in a coma on event. And then they get moved to grandma's house where there's strange cats. And three of them had never seen a dog before. I mean, it was ugly. So Kizzy, who I told was found in a feral colony, all of a sudden he's living on my kitchen counter. And I said, okay, he wants to be safe. He's scared. I've just given him PTSD. <laughs> he started at night when we were in bed peeing on the counter. Because he was too scared to get down and find the litter box. So I started spraying convivial on the countertops. Unfortunately, it calmed him enough that he could find it. But it's like, yeah, they're in bed. They can't protect me. And I'm not going down. We just gained four cats. You know, I'm not doing it. And it was, you know, I didn't get mad at them. I was like, honey, what's wrong? You know?
0: <laughs> yeah. And also, you know, I think, I, I hate to say it, but like some animals come in together and they get along right away, like uh-huh. from it's the true. beginning, just like people. And then TikTok and Instagram have sort of ruined us because we see all these cutie pictures of the dogs and cats all melting. I know, I, each I other. love them. And we love them. But then we think it's a fantasy of like, oh, two days and we'll be all fine.
2: No, it takes like longer. my
0: cat and dogs, even with all my energy work every day, and I would say it took me about two months to feel like I could like leave the dog that's the about right alone in yeah, the living room right. and everything would be fine, and and now they all are sleep. Right now, during this talk, we're having two dogs and a cat are on the bed, and one is under one dog is under the bed, and they love each other, but. You know, people also have no patience. So when people go, oh, I want to get another couple cats. How do my dogs feel about it? I had this call the other day. And I was like, I said, one of your dogs wants just one cat, not two cats, because thinks it will take too much attention away from her. And she wants it to be gray. That's what the cat, the dog said. And the other dog is like, what's a cat? I'm like, so um, if you can just make sure that you're comfortable, that it's going to be chaotic and you will manage it then you can do it, but it's not going to be, you know, two days. How did
2: Sadie introduce herself to the cats? Talk about that, Linda.
0: Yeah,
1: Her dog, Sadie Chihuahua. When I adopted Sadie, um, the former owners brought her in on a leash. So the cats were able to come up and like, Oh, who are you? And I think there were only like three or four cats at the time, which sounds like a lot to some people, but it wasn't (laughs) this insanity. Um, But Sadie has been very easy to integrate First of all, dogs are often easier than cats to integrate because cats don't consider them to be fighting for their resources. Like the same lunch, dog. Right. So, you know, you're not messing with my litter box. You're not messing. You're a different animal. But Sadie also is submissive. I think she knows her size and who she is. She has literally gone up to each cat at one point or another and said, will you play with me? And 11 out of 12 have smacked her upside the head. And she's gone. Okay, I'm good. And <laughs> go away. We'll play with her. Yeah. One orange boy will play with her and they will roll around. They play say, rough too. Wow.
0: The one that will play?
1: Galway. Galway. Big orange boy. Yep, Galway. I don't know where those names come from. <laughs> I'm assuming Galway. Ireland, oh, she's trying to read Galway. She's yeah. trying to read. Do
0: you have I'm a picture? of just trying to talk to Galway. And, to what's Sa- and Sadie. What color is Sadie?
1: She's a white chihuahua.
0: Short hair. Okay, she thinks she's a comedian, that she's there for comic relief.
1: That makes well, sense.
2: Yeah, I'll they, buy that. You do you you do laugh at her a lot, so do I.
0: <laughs> so she, yeah, and she's and she like she shows me wearing polka dots, which I I would have to look deeper into what she means. But like wearing polka dots, something polka dotted.
1: She had a she, pink and white polka dotted dress that she loved, and she doesn't fit it anymore. Holy crap! I didn't even know that. <laughs> Tell her to lose some freaking weight, will you, Kara? Because then she can wear her dress. I knew she loved that dress. I'm not big in dressing animals up. But I got her, and I thought it was cute, so I tried it. And she, like, thrives when she's Well, why don't you just
0: get her another one? I will.
1: I will. I just, I had, like, I don't know, five or six elements. I had a Fourth of July outfit.
0: And she's saying about Galway. Galway's not, I'm not talking to Galway right now. But um, she's saying about Galway that Galway is smarter than the other animals give him credit for. That
1: he's a very intelligent. Well, then he's smarter than I give him credit for. So that makes perfect sense. But I am one of the animals at the home.
0: Okay. So let's just, let's. I mean, find ways in which he's smarter because this is, for that information. So I always pray before I do a reading, like, can I have good information that I'm clear channel? And I did that before this because I want it to be helpful, right? So the information that I've received today is basically we need to go get one animal medically checked, make sure that he's okay. And then we're going to be positive about the results one animal has brought up a piece of clothing that they loved in a weird way that I would not even understand what I'm looking at. Right. But that needs that that's a question. And then clearly knows that people call his friend dumb and he doesn't want you to do that anymore. So we're going to find something that Galway is awesome at. and sounds like what a great job for him is to be his best friend. Galway, yeah. you are the best friend of Sadie. I'm sorry. Not yes. Her, her yes. Best it's okay. And Sadie's the best friend of Galway and you're doing such a good job at Being that. And you're also very funny. Like, even if you laugh at her all day, you're so funny. What a good jester you are. I love you being my comedian. And you will notice that even if they've been feeling a little dumb or not the coolest animals in the house, that their confidence will grow.
1: I've never even thought about it. I know. Galway is not a squeaky wheel. Galway just peacefully coexists so well. And when you have this many cats, the squeaky wheel gets the grease. And I have not. I've been lousy about giving, go attention, jobs. Well, you have three other people enough. in your household. He doesn't get no attention. Yes, yeah, but it's true. not a lot. Yeah, because he won't jump in your lap and lay on you. He won't assert himself. You know, he won't be a jerk like Deadpool. I have he cats won't, like that. Yeah. You know, Deadpool, I got to really keep occupied all the time because if he gets bored, he gets into trouble. And so there's all this focus and because he's the sick cat in my mind, which I've got to get rid of. And you know everybody's got there but i hate always. to end
2: this but we've got a wrap unfortunately okay. we we didn't the have a session
1: later. coming up but we do i, to I have to forever
2: after to tell you honestly kara i'm a skeptic i don't know if you know that but i'm very skeptical but this thing with the polka dots you sold me
1: there's, I no there's no way you Could
2: have knew. way you could have known that. She said that. No I was way. like,
1: and I thought, okay, I Rita, even know. We're that. gonna do a check now because we joke that on a scale of woo-woo, I'm a little woo, and she's negative woo. I guess so I think now she just I'm, moved up on the scale. I'm woo. I'm woo.
2: You're woo. <laughs> now you're woo. Okay. Good. Woo. <laughs> we
0: tell you, well, woo. it's been lovely to spend time with you. I'd love to do this again. I'd like you to come talk with my groups. And Definitely. Of course. You know any classes or simple things come join me
2: yes and have- we will we will post your website mm-hmm. petsiview.com and check out animalwhisperingathome.com that
1: will redirect you to a registration page where you can take a course and learn how to do this yourself yes for $37 which is very reasonable Reasonable, Kara because and I think Reed and I are going to be in that course so, absolutely yeah. be so much fun Okay. <laughs> it's been okay. a pleasure. We, we adore, adore you. You're welcome back anytime. Thank you from the bottom of my heart.
0: Yeah, I'd love to read all of them <laughs> at a deeper level.
1: Yeah, oh, oh, we would love that. You are such a gift
0: you are such a gift as are you thank you for helping oh no
2: thank you oh i have to i'll be remiss yeah i have to do my thank yous of course thank you to Kara and linda for always being there for me but i would be remiss if i didn't thank mark winter our producer owner of pet life radio who gave us this chance and just remember every day is caturday we'll see you next time let's talk pets